700 footprints between your front porch and mine. We have 18 years to count them up in time. Welcome to this episode of The Art Box, recording from the 39th Annual Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association provides creative opportunities for all ages. Get creative with us at the Mesquite Fine Arts Center, located at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartscenter.com, or on Facebook, The Art Box. We have a special guest here today, Bobby Ann. Hello. Welcome. Hey, thanks. It's, it's nice, to be, nice to meet you. Of course, we all live within 80 miles of each other, but we had to drive 400 to meet. Oh, well, I like to go to Mesquite, and I tell everyone to stop at the Virgin Valley Arts Center. It's the best stop in Mesquite, for sure. Thank you. And I've visited with you before, too. Oh, yeah. You're so helpful helping organizations learn how to write grants and get get money from the National Endowment of Humanities and Nevada Humanities. So you want to tell us a little bit about what you do there and what you're doing here this week at the Cowboy Poetry Fest? Oh, sure. I'd love to tell you a little bit about Nevada Humanities. Um, In Nevada, every state has a Humanities Council, and we are an affiliate of the National Endowment for the Humanities. And, of course, that helps bring cultural and history programs to every state in the union. And, of course, we love everything Nevada. Uh, So we love literature and culture and music and art and anthropology and foodways and all those things that really involve what makes us human and how we express ourselves and how we share our stories and how we tell people in the future and the past about our lives and what's going on now, which is kind of what happens here at the gathering. You know, stories about uh, agriculture and ranching and working and love and life and all those things are important to Nevada Humanities like they are here at the gathering. And so uh, Nevada Humanities, the Western Folklife Center, uh, writes a grant, has written a grant to us and they were awarded some funds to help pay for the, uh, we spon- help sponsor the keynote uh, speaker for the last 39 years. So oh, wow. uh, we've been with really? them all this time and we're very happy to uh, help uh, in a small part. They have many other sponsors, so don't forget if you're interested in the Western Folklife Center, every sponsor helps, uh, small and large, as all nonprofits need. Uh, uh, Nevada Humanities is a 501c3 nonprofit as, as well. And so we, we uh, if you heard the keynote speaker last night, talking about the stewardship of the land, sustainability, how families can uh, learn about where their food comes from, how that interacts with education and life, and how that, how we might plan for the future. So those are all things that are uh, humanities and important to humanities and hearing those voices and asking those questions and meeting other people who have ideas was it's pretty exciting. Oh, sure. That's what I did last night, yesterday. Today I'm hoping to go to the dance, hear some poems, hear some great stories, uh, meet up with friends. Uh, I just got to meet uh, see Doris Daly with you just a while ago, and she's wonderful. Love to hear her. Got to hear some young poets, which is very exciting to hear the uh, young musicians and hear their words. So super great. 
Steve and I are enjoying the fact that there are younger poets here. There was a huge line of young people waiting to do the, what was it, the Buckaroo? Oh yeah, Buckaroo session. Yes, so we were really torn because we we had already signed up to go somewhere else, but yeah, we really wanted to get in there and see what. That is one of the problems at at the gathering is you have to choose what you're going to see and uh, which favorites you might want to see or who might be new and then you come upon something you didn't expect and you find you get to be a new fan and you know I tell people about the gathering you think about the this life that they've created here of telling stories and sharing them across the country and how as you've probably heard many of the poets are also ranchers uh, and they work in agriculture and this helps their work. They get to tell their story, but they're also writing books and selling uh, albums and CDs and podcasts and talking about their work. And anytime you can share that with your community and add a little income. And I just think uh, Paul Zizzi talks a lot about how he never expected, you know, the life that he would end up having that poetry gave him. Uh, and it kind of all started here. So I think that's a pretty impressive legacy for a, a nonprofit in Elko, Nevada, to have created something that has spread all over the world. And you get to meet people from all over the world here. I have yes. lots of great memories of meeting Mongolians and the French guys from Spain, and just uh, everyone is just super great. They also have Native Americans here with their poetry. I remember last year we interviewed Mandy Smoker, Mm -hmm. and her poems were so heartfelt and moving. And then Henry... Henry Realbird, yeah, I'm hoping to catch him this afternoon. I try to never miss Henry. He's one of my favorites, too. He talks... We just came out of a session with him. He talks a lot about the dreams that he has and and the dreams that his ancestors had and shared down through generations through the storytelling. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's there's just so much. So if you're you're out there, you can, you know, find many of these poets and storytellers through the Western Folklife Center. Uh, you know, we at Nevada Humanities do lots of work with literature and and try to have poetry as part of many of our programs. Uh, we have, you know, uh, on our blog, lots of times we have poets that will submit to the Double Down blog so you can find them there or through exhibitions. We have an exhibition series, the Double Down blog, a, a new series called Humanities at Play, which is a program on Twitch where we're interviewing other humanities people from around the country while they're talking about their game, a gaming oh, and wow. games, uh, not gambling, but games. It's all kind of different games. Um, you know, and people who play games is a wide audience, so we're venturing out into Twitch, and those are all online, so Humanities at Play. We have Nevada Reads, which is a, a statewide kind of book club reading program, and our Sagebrush to Sandstone, which is a book we put together during the pandemic that has poems and facts about Nevada and a lot of beautiful art in it. And it's something we gave away to just get people to get outside and maybe reflect a little bit, learn about Nevada. And you can order one of those books at nevadahumanities.org and just pay for shipping, or you can download one. And we have programs throughout the whole year coming up and 
conjunction uh, with sagebrush to sandstone. So a lot of great things. And I, I forgot to mention you asked about grants. Nevada Humanities does have a, a grant program where we sponsor other humanities programs throughout the year to other nonprofits and educational museums, libraries, places like that. And all of that information you can find at nevadahumanities.org. And we're always happy to talk to you. So give us a call. We're very appreciative at the Virgin Valley Artists Association in Mesquite that Nevada Humanities has sponsored us in the past with our Brown Bag Cultural Series, our Get Smart with Art Children's Art Program, and last year you guys sent Steve and me here for the first time to the Cowboy Poetry Gathering to be able to share what goes on here with our listeners and our listeners jumped up. Now we have over 23,000 downloads. Wonderful. Well, that last year was a real big boom to us for Nevada, because to that point, we had majority of our listeners were from California. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends in California. Well, that's cool. We love love Californians. But after this, we got, well, we got some from Texas Mm -hmm. because of Kristen. We got a lot from Oregon, and we got a lot from Nevada. Oh, excellent. Now we have listeners from... We're 32 countries. 32 countries in all 50 50 states. states. Oh, that's terrific. Boom for us. Yeah, well, we love to have people learn about Nevada Mm -hmm. and and that it's a beautiful, diverse state with mountains and valleys and grass and cowboys and glitter and all those things. And so we we love for them to learn about the people that are here. We've been able to, to get out there. We've got, we don't have anybody international yet although we got a couple feelers out, but we have some great national artists mm-hmm. and regional artists. Yes. Well, I've got to be in a couple shows out there and jury some, so it's a wonderful gallery. You know, we, Nevada Humanities, we have two offices, one in Reno and one in Las Vegas, and our Las Vegas' office is in the heart of the Arts District where we maintain uh, the Humanities Program Gallery and have Nevada artists throughout the year. So, And we also have all our exhibitions since the pandemic online, um, so you can also visit those on our, our website. But we hope you do stop by the gallery if you're in the Las Vegas area and learn something uh, about Nevada arts. We have uh, daily nodes right now with uh, artwork by Candace Garlock, uh, who's a professor at TMCC. So we're sharing a little Reno art in, La- in Las Vegas uh, this time around, but it's, wow. it's really great. We, we love to know about who's out there and what they're doing in journalism and poetry and literature and art, and writing and stories and every part of what might be the Nevada experience because us amplifying and sharing those voices is part of our goals at Nevada Humanities. You have some really exciting programs going that people can look at online or in person. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah, check out our calendar, you know, or our you know, our social media mm-hmm. or our webpage which you can visit any time. <laughs> Bobby Ann, I want you to just talk about the challenges of getting an infusion of younger talent in cowboy poetry. Well, I think that one of the challenges, if you're a young person working on a ranch, as you've probably heard from the poems, is it's work and time. It's hard to get that time away. And so I think when they hear it, and if they're around others who are talking and writing and telling those stories, 
and they might see, I mean, what's great here is they can see young people who are also stepping up on stage and taking that voice and then seeing what they can do with it and being able to hear it. You know, the Western Folklife Center has a great education program here in Elko and they go to the schools and bring the school children in. And of course, it's steeped in this community and it's, it's spread to other communities. But I think with any art form for young people, especially when they get to that age, where they might be taking care of themselves a little bit more uh, when you're, you know, 10, 12, 13, but where you still need to have those prompts to maybe you need to write a little, maybe you need to practice your music, maybe keep on drawing and try to balance that with sports or your computer games or whatever else that is, all those other voices to take some time to sit down and listen to your own voice and write it down. Um, we have the Spark Youth Poetry p Competition as part of the book festival and always hearing those young person's poems from their own voices, just some of them are so stunning and you just get right to your heart. So it's just encourage their bravery to step out and do it. You know, you're a young person, you can do it. That's a good point, bravery. Yeah, just do it. So And the parents to, to help with that or their support system to give them time and space to do that and to take them to things like this. I'm wishing my grandniece who lives up in, in Idaho, I wish I had a time to snatch her up and bring her down here because she's a, a teenager playing the guitar and wondering, you know, where she can go with that and what uh, kind of other young people are out there. And I'd love for her to yeah, hear in everything here. here. Kristen Harris. Yeah, it's you just know, our a lot of Bridget Greeley, who I used to see here when she was, you know, reciting poems and she was like five years old and now she's touring the country. So not that that's what you have to end up doing as a young person, but your voice is important. And this, the time that you're young right now is the only time you have that time. So write it down or draw it, or even just talk to yourself in a journal. It, it's okay. It's a, a good time to share with yourself who you are now. We, Do it. We had a writer say to us once, if you don't write your own story, someone else will write it for right. you. So make time to write your own story. Make time to write your own story. Because you're important. We love you. Thank you. Now we're going to go for lunch soon, so let's talk about some of the food here. Oh we my goodness. Star Hotel. Oh yes. I always try to, if, if I'm able, I usually try to come to the gathering early. So Monday and Tuesday they often have workshops of some kind. So mm -hmm. I got to take an art journaling workshop earlier and then so we tried to have our our lunch at the star uh, which is a fa famous basque restaurant here and it was wonderful and then we ate at tokiona which is another basque restaurant we ate at mcdonald's too so you know <laughs> <laughs> perfectly fine i love to have a cheeseburger in right in the morning it's cool and there's a greek and there's the cornish pasty place there's, and then of course we've got some food trucks here uh, supporting the gathering which is always fun. Um, for years, we had a wonderful burrito truck, which I kind of still miss him. He had great green chili burritos. So there's lots of offerings for food here in Elko. And of course, beautiful steak uh, at any of the uh, steak restaurants, then a number of the casinos, including the Pioneer and, oh, oh what's, I've just lost the name of the, uh, the one across from the Western Folklife Center. Um, yeah, that's the. The Stockman, Stockman's Stockman. has a great steakhouse, along with the jam sessions, which you can go to late at night, which is pretty exciting just to hang out with artists and listen to them explore their art. So, Well, that was happening in our hotel lobby last night. It was. They when we were, got back, they were doing an yeah. impromptu jam session. 
that happens a lot and that's that's part of the gathering it's a while it's a big event and there's people from all over it's also a lot of intimate moments that you can learn and talk to people and and meet them and just uh, have lifelong friends I took the hat class with Roy Jackson when he first had it and all the people in my hat class are you know we always get together and go hey how's your hat nice hat um, I've been admiring your hat. Yeah, it's one, one I made. made? I, I, oh, I took that beautiful. class twice, so this is my second wow. hat. So, yeah, that's a, a wonderful class, and you, know, you always leave with something and a new skill and a lot of new friends. Oh, that's fantastic. You're dancing tonight? I have well, I'll be, like, listening. Okay. I'm not a big a dancer, but, you know, the band's there, and I, my sister's with me here, and uh, we might meet up with some friends and just relax and listen to Gino tonight. and watch people cut a little bit of the rug and just visit a little bit. Steve and I plan to do that as well too. So. Well, there, we always need, you know, men so to dance, so <laughs> get your dancing shoes on. <laughs> well, Bobby Ann, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today, and I'm about ready for lunch. How about you, Steve? Yes. Bobby Ann can help us decide where to go. Thanks to Jesse Veter for our music in this episode. The Art Box sponsors, thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We welcome all comments. You can email us at artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Quiet songs, big ears, big heart. A girl needs a dog. <laughs> <laughs>